0: Hi, it's Neil here with the Tutor Podcast, talking uncommon sense about how to start, grow and love your tutoring, teaching and coaching business. Now, with lockdown 2.0 or 25 zillion, whatever number it is being eased, there are lots of folks out there who want to get out of the house and get into your teaching room. Or if you travel, they want to get you into their room, if you're that type of person. Now, in addition, there'll be sort of previous students who want in-room sessions but who didn't really want to pick up on the online options. I've got quite a few of these. They're going to be clambering to book a slot. So today I really think it's important that we rethink the phone script. This is a simple tool that helps me and will help you to convert more inquiries into paying customers with an awful lot less effort. Uh, right now I think this is a great opportunity to to capture Business and to serve both your new customers, your existing customers, and the returnees. And hopefully, Boris and his clowns won't chuck it all up in the air once again and screw us all over once more. And hopefully, in time, all restrictions and Covid related indignities will be axed, and we can get back to our lawful business without let or hindrance from those Wazzaks in Westminster. Well, I can dream, can't I? So anyway, I'm brushing off the phone scripts and revisiting my email response templates, making sure they're still up to the mark because the first call, the first inquiry call, makes a lasting impression on students and prospects. Now, the purpose of the script isn't really to to get the business there and then. It's great if you can, but the real purpose of the script is to reliably position me in the mind of the prospects as a trustworthy, likable, interested expert. Someone who's approachable and honest, who's patient and experienced. Now, if the script does its job, my conversion rates from prospects to customers and students over time should be close to 100%. Now, when the phone rings or the email pings, I want to be ready confident, and and I'll then expect to move the prospect step or two steps closer to becoming a paying customer. Hopefully, beginning a long, mutually rewarding, and mutually valuable relationship. Way back when I was a spotty sprog, the army taught me that the six Ps really mattered, and that was, proper preparation prevents piss-poor performance. And it's true. If you're unprepared, You'll automatically and unknowingly identify yourself as an amateur in the mind of your prospect, and it can be very hard to overcome that first impression. And that's why the script matters. So, do you have a script or a template to work from already? If you do, fabulous, get busy updating it. If you don't, I'd really urge you to spend a little time and just dash down a rough draft. This has been incredibly valuable for me over the years, and I was a little sceptical because I thought I could just wing it. You know, being a guitarist and all that, how hard could it be? So throw together your rough draft or pull out your existing version. Refine your thoughts and your language. Craft questions into the script that you want to ask the prospective customer to elicit information that's useful to you. And. Particularly now, I think it's important for me as a guitar teacher to bear in mind that there's a lot of confused people out there who spent the last year or so watching YouTube clips, getting spun around in circles, getting advice, which is of dubious value. They don't actually know which bits are good, which bits are bad. You kind of need to be an expert to know the difference. And... A lot of people have been taking these random steps, learning bits and pieces, but without any overarching structure. So I'm very keen to find out what they've been doing with the instrument up till now. And then I always ask variations on these questions. And I'll soften them so it doesn't sound like an interrogation. Well, I want to know what they want. So I won't say, well, what do you want? I will say something like, I'm always curious to know what motivates people. So tell me, Mr. Prospect, what is it that you really want out of playing the guitar? It's a nice, soft question style. Then I'll want to know what it was that got them to contact me. And again, I'll soften the question. So everybody comes to the guitar from a different point. So what is it that actually got you here? Bingo, easy question. And so on, softening the questions. I want to know what they dream about, what they dream about playing or what they dream about doing. Do they want to play a particular song at an event? Do they want to play in a band? Or do they just want to make their own music? I'm really interested in what motivates people. I will need to know also if they have any prior experience, either on the guitar, in music or any other creative form because there may be relevant transferable skills. I want to know what it was they did, how it went for them. If they're still doing it, what keeps them going? Or what are they stuck on? If they have stopped doing it, I want to know why they've stopped. And of course, I want to know what really confused them about that thing. And of course, I've got the Miracle Question. The Miracle question's a good one. It goes like this. So I'm really interested to find out why people do what they do and why you want to play the guitar, in my case. So tell me, if, if you woke up tomorrow and you were the very best guitar player you could dream of being, what would that look like? How would you sound... And what would you be doing with it? And then, of course, just shut up and wait for them to tell you what it is that they want. Because my job is to listen to what they want, identify it, and then mentally map out a route to get them there. So I wait. If they come up with a short, snappy answer, I'll simply say, that's cool, tell me more. Oh. Really, what is that like? You know these little clarifying questions and all the time I'm looping back around and I'm using their exact language to find out a little more and to confirm that I'm hearing them correctly. This is a technique called the echo technique that I learned from David Snyder who are we going to do some training with as soon as international travel is possible because it's already booked and paid for? Look him up if you're interested in NLP, hypnosis, language, persuasion, and some of the dark sides of psychology. He's a very interesting guy. He's also a martial artist. That's David Snyder. You can find him at nlppower.com, and he's also on YouTube. So the echo technique suggests that you should use the customer or the prospect's own words and not a paraphrased version. That old active listening things but kind of makes you go, yeah, I hear you. You're just saying words. When you use the customer or prospect's own language back at them, then they know that you've really been listening. And I've never been caught doing this. Nobody's ever said you're just repeating back my words to me. What they tend to do is go deeply into a kind of rapport and go, wow, you really get this. I'm telling them that I'm interested enough to pay close attention to the words that they said and that I heard them. Of course, the most powerful words that anyone can ever hear are the ones that just came out of their mouth. So if I can take those words, reflect them back, then of course, I'm going to get lots of rapport. They go, oh, this guy gets it. So what do I ultimately want out of the initial sales inquiry call? Well, I want information, the full name, email address, phone numbers. And I found it really easy to get this if I'm doing a live booking at the PC with a customer on the line. If we're taking a card payment, the easiest way to, to get that is, is just say, blah de blah de blah. are you paying by card or bank transfer? I go, oh, card. I say, great, what's the long number on the front of the card? And boom, they know the drill. They just rattle through the card number, the expiry date, the three-digit code on the back. And all the time, I'm just following the prompts on my little card reading device. But the next thing we do then is just wrap up the call by restating the date and time of the appointment asking them to let me know if there are any changes so take the booking confirm with an email and a text message both of which should confirm the time and day location payment details unless it's a free intro session and instructions what to do on arrival it won't do any harm also to include the COVID-related measures you have in place. There's masks and the sterilizer distance and all that stuff. Uh, I like to update my online scheduling tool during the call if I'm at the laptop. And for some bizarre reason, guitar students and their parents especially seem to be very favorably impressed by me doing this live with them. Because obviously that shows I have a system in place and it's not me operating out of a shoebox. They also like when they receive the confirmation email during the call itself or just after it. As one student told me that something like this, I can't remember the exact words, I immediately knew I was dealing with a real pro because you got me booked in and you emailed me the details right there and then. You're so organised. I just knew we'd get on. It was a chartered affair as it happens. So. Once I've done that, also schedule a reminder in my own diary to reconfirm the appointment with the customer the day before the session. So, generally speaking, guys, it's really important to, to have that script. Be yourself in your script. Your script is your script, it's an expression of you, and it's based on your own words and phrases, figures of speech. Don't write a script that makes you sound stilted or stiff or like some kind of robot. Because if you're phony, your prospect's bullshit detectors will go off and you'll really struggle to gain trust and move the process forward. Another great suggestion is when you're taking a call, stand up and smile. Um, I'm Usually I'm wearing a headset when I'm taking a sales call like this because I move around I flap my arms around a bit and they hear that as enthusiasm and a a level that's just below the threshold of understanding why, but they get that buzz. I always print the script out and have it to hand in the office and the teaching room where I can see it. I don't want to have to rummage it out. It's pinned on the wall. It's on the the whiteboard. If the prospect seems like someone you'd like to have as a student or a customer, and they've told you when's good for them, Just give them a choice of two times in their windows. Cool. Lessons are on Wednesday or Thursday evenings. You said that would fit your schedule. So I've got Wednesday at 6 or I've got Thursday at 7 available this week. Which one of those works best for you? Take the booking. Get on with it. Put it on the system. It's easy with a script because you have a, a mapped out workflow, if you like. Very difficult to get all these things in place if you don't have a script. A good script, or even just a fair one, will make the inquiry call run on Rails most of the time. It all happens with less effort than just taking a call and saying any old thing that occurs to you. The script actually does the heavy lifting, does the hard work for you. It automatically presents you as an organised, confident, experienced expert who won't let them down that makes you their only serious choice. That's great positioning, isn't it? So my takeaway from all of this is really simple. Have a script, keep on refining it as your circumstances change. What do you think guys? Have you got a call script? Have you used one yet? If you've got one, great. If you haven't, cool. Either way, put the kettle on, grab yourself a pen and a piece of paper. But even a pretty average script really works. And a great script works like magic. Converts almost every inquiry call into a paying customer. Let me know how you got on with this. Do you use scripts? Are you a fan of them? Have you had any clanging script experiences with people making sales calls to you? Particularly cold calls. I want to hear from you guys. Get in touch. It's info at neilcamado.com. And, of course, you can find me on Twitter where I am, at Tutor Podcast. So hit the subscribe button, leave a review, a like if you want to, and you'll automatically get the latest updates as soon as they're live. And I'll keep talking, I'll keep learning, and I'll keep sharing what I've learned and what works for me. Let's wrap it up for today. But join me next time on the Tutor Podcast, where, as always, it's going to be about how to start, grow, and love your tutoring business.